Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host who put the nut in health nut, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week we finished up the series on what is the best type of exercise and that was just uh, between cardiovascular exercise and resistance training. And so if you're interested in what the best type of exercise is, you might want to go back and listen to the last two weeks podcasts. This week, kind of in the same theme, because I've been asked about this recently, what's the best diet for weight loss? Now, I also realize that we're coming up into the holiday season, if you're listening to this um, the week after it's been put out. But as I'm recording it, we're coming into the holiday season, and chances of us doing any diet for weight loss until January is pretty slim. But I'm going to throw this out there just for your information. Now, this is based off of a study in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, published in March of 2020, and it compares intermittent fasting, paleo, and the Mediterranean diet on their effect on weight loss and your blood biomarkers and things like um, your A1C, the blood pressure, cholesterol, that type thing. Now, in the past, most studies on weight loss have had a couple of problems. One, they usually were for a very short term, you know, eight weeks, six weeks, something like that. And there's not a significant amount of, of real fat loss that happens in six to eight weeks. A lot of studies also have fairly small sample sizes, you know, a dozen or so people, because they do a lot of intensive exercise training and a lot of meeting with dietitians. And also that's part of it. They meet with the professionals on a regular basis, which most of us in the real world are not going to be able to go meet with our registered dietitian on a weekly basis. And the final thing is that they would assign you the diet protocol. I mean, this is what you're going to do. This is what you're going to eat. This is how much of it you're going to eat, that type of thing. This study, went, they measured people at six months and at 12 months. Um, there were 250 people actually chosen for the study out of 300 and some that started. They met with the dietitian and the exercise professional for 30 minutes at the start of it, and that's it. They were given the instructions on what they should do and a lot of written material that they could refer back to. They were given a choice of three different diet protocols, the Mediterranean diet, the paleo diet, or intermittent fasting. And they got to choose which the one they wanted. If they weren't assigned to one, they could say, well, hey, this is one I think I could stick to. And they went from there. Now, just so you'll know what they were doing, the intermittent fasting um, and they've looked at intermittent fasting and continual fasting, uh, continual calorie restriction, and they seem to have about the same amount, of, the same effect. However, people tend to stick with intermittent fasting more. On this one, they used the 2-5 method, and on two days a week, women were to eat 500 calories and men were to eat 600 calories. And then the other five days a week, they could eat whatever they wanted to. They, they were supposed to eat sensibly, um, but they could pick whatever foods that they wanted. The Mediterranean diet, you had high amounts of fruits and vegetables, lots of whole grains, legumes, nuts, seeds. Your main oil was to be olive oil, um, moderate fish, chicken, eggs, and dairy, red meat once a week or less. If you choose to drink alcohol, um, red wine and one glass for women and two glasses per day for men. You should avoid sugar, refined grains, and butter. And in the paleo diet, you were just supposed to really limit your processed foods. You could have fruits and vegetables, 
animal protein, um, coconut uh, products, and butter. For you paleo dieters out there, you're going to notice there's a little difference here. This was a modified paleo. They added nuts, seeds, and dairy one time a day per or less. They were to, and they did this because it's really hard to get in all the nutrients that you need with the limited um, limited food sources available in the paleo diet. They were to limit grains, especially processed grains, seeds, oils, and especially sugar. After the people selected their diets, they also were to select whether they wanted to do a high-intensity exercise workout at home or whether they wanted to do the standard exercise prescription, which is 150 minutes per week, which is basically 30 minutes a day, five days a week. 68 people chose the Mediterranean diet, 136 chose intermittent fasting, and 46 chose the paleo diet. Now, at the end of it, I mean, at at six months, 82% of the people were still in the program. Um, The others had dropped out. After 12 months, there were still 68% in the program. However, there was a whole lot of them that weren't really following the protocols strictly. And by that, I mean, in the Mediterranean diet, only one-third were available to avoid processed meat, like, you know, bologna and hot dogs and things like that, and or white bread. Um, In the paleo diet... Um, almost all of them were consuming grains and sweets. And only about a third were able to meet the calorie goal on the intermittent fasting. The average calories, there were supposed to be 500 calories for women, 600 calories for men. It was about 780 calories per day. And actually, the researchers pointed out, uh, it probably wasn't as good as that, that these uh, one third that said they didn't meet the calories, or one third that said they have, um, were not available to uh, able to avoid processed meat and white bread and all that. There's probably a lot higher than that because this was self-reported, and whether it's intentional or whether it's just misremembering, anytime you're doing self-reported on a study like this, people generally um, well they lie, and some of them don't mean to, but they generally make themselves look a little better than they really did. So what were the results? In weight loss in a year, on all the diets, they lost about 2% body fat, which is a decent amount for weight loss. In the intermittent fasting, it won people lost about on an average of 8 pounds. In the Mediterranean diet, they lost an average of 6 pounds. On the paleo diet, they lost an average of 4 pounds. Now, considering that it was very low compliance, I mean, this is real world. These were people that you were just told, try this diet, try this exercise. They did it completely on their own, and they lost eight pounds in a year or even you know, four pounds in a year. And that doesn't sound like a lot, but if you lose four pounds a year for 10 years, you've lost 40 pounds. That's a really significant amount of weight loss if it's a diet plan that you can stick to. And that's the biggest takeaway here. First, Anytime you change what you eat, it's difficult. Second, don't expect to be able to maintain really, really radical changes. I mean, some of the diets out there have you give up virtually everything and be so strict about it. And when you do that, you're able to do it for a short period of time, but your willpower just gives out after a while. Do expect results from making some changes 
and trending towards a healthier eating pattern and you figure out which one of the diet plans that you want to do. It can be one of these. It can be the intermittent fasting, the paleo. If you want a review of different diet plans, season one, episode 36, we review the article from U.S. News and World Report where they rank uh, 39 of the best diets. And if you, you go through and you pick one that you think, hey, this one will work for me, and you start making changes toward the diet, you, you increase your compliance on a regular basis because almost all of these people would have had better results had they been more compliant. So instead of starting out radical, you start out and, and move your compliance towards the diet that you want and don't get discouraged. You know, some of the people say, well, wow, I only lost eight pounds in a year. But you lost eight pounds in a year. That's not quite, but almost a pound every month. So that's a really significant amount of weight loss. And remember, the more compliant you are, the more the better results you're going to have. So for those of you that are looking to uh, improve your diet quality and maybe lose a couple of pounds in the next 12 months, I hope you can use this information to make your fitness journey just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.